calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi! Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's so nice to see you. I know. See you in the flesh. Right in the flesh. See your skin and your bones and your non-corn-colored hair. My (laughs) (laughs) nose. So, what's new? Nothing. Oh, cool. Just trying to get over that jet lag. Yeah, you're still feeling it. Yeah, I'm tired and I can't wake up in the morning. You had a nap yesterday. Then I have to fall asleep. That's not like you. No, it's not. It's weird. Mm -hmm. It was weird when you said you had a nap. I was like, are you okay? And yes, I'm okay. (laughs) Just, I can't get over it. Oh, no. Like, one the last few days that we were there, I was finally getting used to their time. Oh, yeah. And then now it's like wishy-washy wibbly wobbly six hours behind yeah and but then also we had the time change this morning which might help me because i've been waking up like an hour late almost there we go yeah perfect vacation time planning yeah perfect maybe we'll see hopefully hopefully i slept in until not eight today which would have been nine which would have been nice nice yeah i stayed up late trying to finish reading Oh no! Oh no! I, Did you finish it? Yeah, I finished oh, it. I, imagine you're like, no, no you just got the last ten chapters um, on your own. Well, like there was five chapters left, and I was like, oh, this will only take me a few minutes. Wrong. No, I was like reading it for an hour. And oh I was like, no, why does it take so long? I know, but this book is really good. It's really good. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it. Like it's it's the kind of book where I'm like brushing my teeth, thinking about the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. Yes. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I love the way that Kate Quinn is developing and like writing these three women totally yeah and i because it's a historical fiction i would not Mm-mm. like it and i even find the historical parts of it interesting yeah i guess just her writing style mm-hmm. it's so like attainable it's yeah. not dry and yeah school, like textbooky yeah you know I, what i mean yeah i like the um like i guess maybe like modern way she writes i guess maybe i don't know if that's the way what i'm looking for like yeah i know what you mean though like it's not like she's modernizing it to like an extreme where it's like someone's telling you Mm -hmm. a tale like it feels like you're there but it's just not like 
Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Thou cometh. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not lame. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. That was good. What, what are you reading oh, right now? Dang it. You asked me too quick. I was just going to ask you. Aha. Got you. I'm still reading uh, The Girl on the Train. Yeah. I'm oh. still reading that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's a thrillery book. Yeah. Yeah. Is that. It's like a movie now. Yeah. With Emily Blunt. Is that the one where she watches the people and from the train? Yeah, I've watched. Yeah. I've read that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, it's not a new book. No. Okay, you just like thought you should approach it. And well, I it? I had it on my bookshelf for years, so oh, dang, I just picked it up. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good read. I remember like reading it quickly. I just I've been reading it at nighttime. I just feel like I have. I'm just still catching up. Yeah. So like I haven't had a lot of time. But that's okay. Yeah. Oh, like with house stuff and yeah, just like and all yeah, sorts of stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. When you go away on vacation, it's almost like you need a vacation, vacation to recover from, yes, from your I vacation. Need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> oh man, I wish that would be nice. Imagine that was just like how the world worked. Yes. Like you're gonna take a week. We'll take another week. Yeah. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Paid. Even would be nice. <laughs> would be nice. I am still reading, um, the maidens by alex whatever oh yeah i'm almost done i was gonna try to finish it last night but mm-hmm. i was snoozy you're so. snoozy i just snooze i'm not really loving it yeah i feel like the main character's name is mariana and every chapter pretty much starts with mariana went to oh, like it's no. like yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yes. like, it just feels like juvenile yes where it's like i'm used to books that have a little more substance mm-hmm. and don't start like with the character every single yeah. time and what yeah. she's doing yeah it just seems like a weird like it's almost like there's like a template and the author's just filling it in yeah that is that is strange yeah so you definitely enjoyed the silent patient i did and more. i didn't oh. though because the silent patient like i was my neighbor and i had discussed it and we were like a three star on it mm-hmm. because it just felt like it could have been so much more because the storyline was cool and i think the storyline is sort of cool with the one that i'm reading I'm kind of curious. It seems maybe predictable, but maybe it's not. So I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Both of them are from like both of the books are written with a psychologist as the main character, I believe. I think the silent patient is written that way. I can't quite remember, but there's definitely a psychology aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting, but it also feels a little forced. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not not going to finish it, but Mm-hmm. And then we got to figure out what we're going to read for yes. December. I just checked and there's like people giving us some good. Um, I know. Recos for I December. Know. So we'll have to go through those mm-hmm. and maybe do a poll or something. Yeah. Speaking of polls, Ooh. I've been doing one on the ground. Yeah, you have. I ca- kind of like preliminary, I guess, because we hadn't mm-hmm. finished the Rose Code. Yeah. But I figured a lot of people have probably read it or mm-hmm. whatever. And then we got our two our two our final round yeah our tops yeah and it'll expire soon so but how could you make me choose it was hard it was hard one our new our new fun babe shauna Mm -hmm. she reached out and she saw like the bear town one and she's Mm -hmm. like well now i'm gonna have to put this on my tbr and i was like you haven't read bear town shauna shauna you gotta read it for sure it has to be on your tbr yeah but nice. we'll see who the winner is. Yeah. I know. Choosing that was hard. They're both so different. Yeah, they are so different. And oh, they're so good in their own ways. I know. I know. But I think Firekeeper's daughter this year has just been like 
far and away so good so good yeah and i really i'm a little biased because i really love frederick backman as an mm-hmm, author mm-hmm. so i'm super curious to see what angeline Bully's yes next books will yeah. be yeah like. because maybe she'll be like my new backman yeah <laughs> your new backman yeah 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 you <laughs> yeah, never yeah, yeah, know yeah. anyway <clears throat> i noticed that we have some new babes in the facebook group what yeah they're just there saying like nothing they're not saying anything <laughs> so say hi but i just wanted to say hi to jessica and elizabeth fun hi yeah. guys hi uh, what up welcome uh, that's great say hi 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 oh, oh um, no them hi yeah wait me them who <laughs> don't be shy say hi in the facebook group everybody say hi say hello jessica and elizabeth hi jessica and elizabeth <laughs> um so big buddy i so this past week I didn't listen to it before it went up, uh-huh. which was exciting, yeah. but I always like to listen to them. Uh-huh. So, and I usually end up doing it at work uh-huh. while I'm working, uh-huh. especially because like, I know it sounds stupid to listen to your own podcast, but uh-huh. especially when you're doing something else, cause I kind of know what's going on uh-huh. because we recorded it. Yeah. Anyway, I always end up laughing. <laughs> and the past couple of times I've had to tell Carly, my coworker, when she uh-huh. asked, what are you laughing at? That it's my own podcast. And I was listening to the part where... We were talking about Splinter, and you were like, yeah, you're in the sewer with the turtles. I started laughing, and Carly turns around and looks at me, and she's like, are you laughing at your own podcast? <laughs> and I just died laughing, because I was like, yes. <laughs> so embarrassed. We're just funny gals. We're so funny. Yeah. We can't help it. It's Yeah, because it's our podcast and not yours. Not yours. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, I hope other people laugh with us. No, we're just like crazy people talking. Just us laughing at ourselves. It's, we're the only ones yeah. that listen. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. We just like make up all these people who have quote unquote joined. Joined, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just. I've like forced Shelby. I'm like, you're not of my family yeah. anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, that would be really fucked. Uh, yeah, it would be. So we haven't done that. No. If you're just coming in no. now. <laughs> we are legit. We Well, we try to be at least. A little bit. Yeah. I mean. We were in a magazine. Yeah, that's so true. So fancy. Yeah. So fancy. Yeah. I showed all my coworkers. They were like, oh, and I was like, mm-hmm. I've got the hookup. No, that's no biggie. We in a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. Should we talk about yes, the I rose card? We probably should. Yeah. Because right. it was so good. <sighs> this so good. is setting up and then Kate Quinn left us on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Well, I think that I... Well, Caitlin, I, I guess, did because she divided the chapters. the chapters, but, like, still. It was a huge cliffhanger! Uh-huh. 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 I didn't know uh-huh. if it was good uh-huh. or bad because I wanted to keep reading. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So much happens. Okay, so okay. this week we're discussing... This is week two, and we're discussing chapters 22 to 43. And we ended last week with... Uh, Oh, Harry and, and Beth. Beth having a little dancey dance. Mm. Holy And that moly. boy does that evolve. Yeah, you called quickly. that one. I just thought it was way too obvious. Mm. But you called it. Well, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. And you called it with some other stuff, too. What? Well, oh, yeah. 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 I totally yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know how I how I picked up on that. Because it was only when we were talking that mm-hmm. I thought of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I you're that. so intuitive I'm just so super intuitive <laughs> oh my god some stuff happens like this week I had to reread the part I mean we can get into it but like the part with Beth's mom I had to reread that because I was, was like honestly what? so good so good yeah. 
So okay. good. Okay. I like okay. love what's happening with Beth, mm-hmm. but I hate that she's in the asylum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, again, this book, like, I wonder how Kate Quinn wrote it with all because the storylines go back and forth and there's strings involved so many strings there's a room with pictures and photos and the other thing i don't know if i'm like stupid but like no this is also mimicking real life because prince philip and queen elizabeth these are like the real is that a thing yeah that's who these people are do they get married in real life yes oh no i was hoping they wouldn't get married (laughs) do you think they're gonna get married they did in real life. No. So. <laughs> no. Oh, you wanted him to end up with yeah! Oz. Awesome <laughs> I did. Well, I clued in and then I was like, oh, they're not going to get married oh. in real life. Unless maybe the book ends up turning not like. No, yeah. no, no. I think Oslo's going to marry the, the, oh, guy, the guy with the with jacket. Because mm-hmm. I keep thinking how mm-hmm. he's going to come back how around. How is he going to come back around? But now that you've said that, because mm-hmm. I was really hoping for Philip. Yeah. No, but that's like actually Prince Philip and like Queen Elizabeth, who's still alive. And they're cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. Ew. In real life. As Ew. Well. <laughs> they're like distant, distant cousins. But I know. Still it's just kissing cousins. Stuff. I... <laughs> <laughs> about this this morning and like because i was talking to marty over breakfast about this book which is funny because he doesn't care at all but i was saying that because it's a historical fiction typically i would not like the historical aspects of it at all but i'm finding that it's almost like creating more this is gonna make me sound like an awful person but like creating more empathy within me for the people who had to live during the war Mm -hmm. because it feels like such a distant thing it does right yeah and you learn about it and you hear about it and it's the war and it was mm-hmm. a big deal or whatever. But like even I think the part that made me like that got me the most was um, when the Americans decided to join mm-hmm. and everyone was cheering and celebrating. Yeah. And it kind of just like humanized the experience that like, oh, my God, these people were this was real. Like this is really happening. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't think it did. But mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There was excitement and there was like sorrow and yeah. it was very real and mm-hmm. crazy it what it made me think this week was that um how we've been like going through a pandemic mm-hmm. for two years mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and how much people complain and mm-hmm. can't still can't grasp it after this long totally and how the people lived for years yeah like good point years on rations like rations on clothes yeah like yeah like you had to have a coupon right yeah yeah and like we're not even going through like you have to no. wear a mask yeah and it's <laughs> yeah it just wear the mask like oh that's and it's, so true i'm just like putting things in perspective thinking like these people only had like certain types of food they could eat they, could they eat. couldn't yeah. get sugar they couldn't get like eggs, eggs butter. stuff that we use every day yeah Anyways, yeah, it was crazy. just putting things Even, like, in perspective. for the wedding where they couldn't mm-hmm. get the eggs. Yeah. And they had like an eggless cake or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So just wear a mask. It was just making me reflect a little bit. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. In different ways. Mm-hmm. Which it's Remembrance Day this week. So like, yeah. Yeah. 
just a good time to reflect about that kind of stuff. I, I guess, guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess yeah. that that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Let's okay. talk about the book. Okay. Do you want to start? Okay. So we start off. Oh uh, fuck. Oh. I just was reading oh. my notes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um. <clears throat> she. We start off, and it is I guess present day in in the book. Eleven days to the royal wedding, um, November 9th, nineteen forty seven. Um, we are with Beth inside the clock and she's, I I feel like the more we read and more that we understand Beth, um, I feel like the clock is what's making her go not like mad, I would say, but like, she's wondering if the orderly, um, she's wondering if, um, it was Giles yeah. who was um, leaking the information um, because like one of the orderlies reminds her of him. Like mm-hmm. she's like at this point, just, I don't know, like wrapped well, in mean, her own head yeah, and like she's alone in her own thoughts yeah. and she's already prone to becoming obsessive. Mm-hmm. Even how at the beginning she was obsessing with the folds in the rose. Yeah. Um, and then the code mm-hmm. kind of was a productive way to take mm-hmm. that. And yeah. Now she's got nothing. Yeah. So I don't think she's crazy. I think they're no. making her crazy. You're yes. totally right. Yeah. So like this has spiraled her into um, thinking it was Giles because the orderly looks mm-hmm. like him. And then um, she's worrying about the lumbotomy and she doesn't know what it is. So she's <sighs> she trades a favor. Um, a blowjob. Yes. Um, for information. And that's quite... I guess normal in those circumstances. I hate it so um, much. Patients will trade money, hoarded drugs, mm-hmm. or favors mm-hmm. um, for information or cigarettes, cigarettes or whatever, alcohol, whatever, yeah. Yeah. like anything that's uh, illegal mm-hmm. with inside of the um, clock. Asylum. Yeah. yeah. Um, we find out. So that was sad. And he doesn't really give her any information other no. than like, it makes people different after yeah, kind of thing. It's like a surgery or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ugh, and so stupid. Yeah. That was really just awful. Um, and then we find out that um, we leave Lucy or sorry, we leave Matt, um, Beth and Mab got transferred from the bombs at some point and was in the mansion um, so she's like kind of reflecting on who would be selling the secrets from BP. Mm-hmm. So she's struggling with this and um, she's kind of just coming to the terms with like, is Beth actually quote unquote mad? Is she just trying to say anything to get out of there? Mm-hmm. Um, she's just really struggling with if, if, if that's the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what Beth is saying. Yeah. Uh, and apparently she's locked up under government orders. Yes. Which yeah. is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would be um, a, a violation of mm-hmm. Mab's oath to communicate with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the end, she'd be risking everything mm-hmm. um, for somebody who had, had ended up betraying her mm-hmm. in the end, which yeah. I'm like, oh, I just want to know. And everything she had worked so hard yeah. for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so true. Like, what is this betrayal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is this crazy thing that make Beth or that make Mab and Osla like 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> they're exchange inter- unpleasantries. Oh my god, those were unpleasant. That was savage. <laughs> I know, you blethering bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But I love how they were both just like mm-hmm. evenly matched. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. They just got shot right back and forth to each other. I know, and they were such good friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the end of that chapter though, um Mab is saying like, but what is Beth risking by like speaking up about anything mm-hmm. so True. then then I think she's maybe kind of convinced herself in her head well she goes and meets yes. Yes. Oswald later yeah. so she's definitely mm-hmm. yeah it's just I think it's just that idea of she finally has everything she so badly hoped for like mm-hmm. she doesn't want to risk it no. which I understand yeah but uh, morals ethics I don't know all right 1941 back to 1941 the girls are home from the dance Mab calls Beth out on dancing five times with Harry. Five times. Mab and Osla don't want Beth getting all hung up on a married man, mm-hmm. which seems fair. Yeah. I, I totally agree with yeah. that. Um, and then, oh yeah, I forgot about this. And then she finds, Osla finds out that neither Beth, wait, no, Mab finds out that neither Beth or Osla know anything about sex. Mm-mm. And she's like, she's like, believes that Beth wouldn't know anything, but can't believe mm-hmm. that Osla knows nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, she even calls Osla out on like, but when we first met, you told that guy about the mm-hmm. tent in his pants. And she was like, I just heard someone else say it. Yeah. Like, she's so. She's so confident and yes. believable. Yeah. 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 And like also just confident and so confident in herself that like the other women mm-hmm. would just assume that she knows exactly that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Which I kind of love that. Like, mm-hmm. sure, do it. So then Mab decides they need a drink to talk about this and she pulls out a flask who she stole from giles <laughs> giles whatever which i think is funny um and she tells them what happens and she also discusses a french letter which i meant to google but i think that's a condom i french letter sounds way cooler yeah <laughs> so she tells them about that um and then she tells them about how she had sex when she was 17 mm-hmm. that tie-in again um and then this is when the girls find out that philip is a prince mm-hmm. just like osla casually mentions yeah it. and then mab ends up telling osla she doesn't know how um men she doesn't understand how men use women they never intend to marry yeah so it's kind of giving some insight into mm-hmm. perhaps yeah what happened Mab's past yeah which we do find out mm-hmm. about that yeah so mab is then trying to figure out Francis. So she and him are going have been going on a few dates. I think they only end up going on three before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's trying to figure him out. He doesn't really speak when they like um are on their dates mm-hmm. and she does most of the talking and he you can tell he's like intently listening to mm-hmm. her though. Mm-hmm. Um and the ladies at home start talking with cipher notes mm-hmm. and at this point they're just i think they're just doing it so that mrs f doesn't get like in their business but it's also frustrating that her so they like keep doing they keep it. doing it yeah intentionally <laughs> she doesn't understand yeah. it mm-hmm. but also that means she's snooping right? yes exactly she's the worst um there is a another bombing in london it's the worst one to date um and mab is speaking about um wanting a transfer out of the bombs mm-hmm. Um, and then she's also at this point, um, remembering back to when she was 17, which this is really sad. Mm -hmm. And this is like the 
time where Mabel become became Mab. Mm-hmm. So when she was seventeen, um, she was um, wooed by a gentleman in the grocery store. Um, I think she was actually like a shop. Yes, girl, like, yes, she um, was a cashier or some sort of like shop girl. Like I think girl. she it was like a like a Sears or something like a yeah. department store. Yeah, yeah. And he was telling her he was from university. He's telling her how like beautiful and everything she was they went on some dates and he was very handsy and Mm -hmm. they started sleeping together after about three weeks but she thought she was in love Mm -hmm. which is i would say probably for a young 17 year old Mm -hmm. i can understand that totally also the the idea that he was from university yeah like she thought that this mm-hmm. was a good thing and mm-hmm. sort of yes. the direction she wanted to be going in mm-hmm. so i can totally understand yeah her perspective on yeah. that 100 mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. and she was so like enamored with him and he wanted her to meet his friends mm-hmm. and she was excited so she went and spent her savings on a new dress and mm-hmm. everything it was so innocently sweet yeah and then um she gets picked up and they um start driving and drinking and they all want a turn quote unquote with mab which is awful and oh shoot i don't even think i wrote the stupid guy's name down i did jeffrey irving irving yes hold on yes that's i'm pretty sure that's what it is or joffrey i don't know irving yeah yeah so he demands that it's his turn because he first because he brought her and everybody else will get a turn mm-hmm. and then at this point mab understands that she's in danger and she fights like hell and which yeah yes i i totally thought it wasn't gonna go no i didn't either yeah. but i'm glad that she fought like hell totally. and she scratched at them and kicked at them mm-hmm. and but in the end they just end up leaving her on the side of the mm-hmm. road and calling her like a slut yeah a cheap slut yeah and she has to walk four hours mm-hmm. home with no shoe or purse yeah or anything <laughs> yeah like this torn dress yeah. and so at this point this is when she became mab because she doesn't want to be like quote-unquote naive mm-hmm. or anything like that a traumatic like life-changing yeah. event like mm-hmm. she, it, i feel like that was a uh, appropriate response mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she could have gone the other way for sure and you know ended up like meek and scared mm-hmm. but anyway yeah, yeah um then we're back in at the workplace <laughs> bletchley park bletchley park i keep thinking boston pizza <laughs> BP. BP. um and dilly tells the girls that they have been reassigned and they are taken off the naval traffic mm-hmm. Um, and now they are to crack the Enigma code used by the German military intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, because the boys hut cannot crack that code mm-hmm. and Dilly has confidence that his girls can. Mm-hmm. What does he call them again? Um, his fil- fillies? No. Oh. It's a, his Harlem. Oh yeah. His Harlem. Yeah. I was thinking maidens, but that's the other book. That I'm reading. <laughs> Wrong book. They're the spies. Who? The people that they're trying to crack the code for. Oh, the are German, the spies? Yeah, yeah. German yeah, military yeah. spy. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, Beth has to do errands for her mother. Classic, of course. And she's kind of been—I don't think she's been avoiding Harry, but she hasn't crossed paths with mm-hmm. him. So she runs into him at the chemist, mm-hmm. a puff carry. Yeah. And she watches how 
the chemist's wife mm. is rude to Harry. Um, she she pretty much says to him, like, I don't know if I should be selling this to you. Yeah. Like, because, again, what Harry had, like, <laughs> confided in Beth about yeah. not being able to go, um, like, serve. On the front. On yeah. the front lines. Yeah. yeah. And how it, people, like, look down on him, which mm-hmm. is just so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Beth runs out. She tries to comfort him. Um, and then she decides that he's so much like her he she's gonna kind of try to distract him and so she asks him about work about mm-hmm. what he knows about four letter indicators mm-hmm. um and that kind of like helps him mm-hmm. just switch his yeah. brain wave i yeah. think from what was going on yeah and within that same meeting she also realizes that she values his friendship and doesn't want anything to happen between them mm-hmm. you can't see but my eyes are rolling up to the ceiling they are like way rolled <laughs> Um, and then they start talking about the problem that they're both trying or like that Beth's trying to solve that work yeah. together because yeah. I can understand how, especially because we like last week there was the topic of how Harry and his wife aren't really evenly matched in terms of, um, like they're, what they're passionate about mm-hmm. and, um, I don't want to say intelligence because mm-hmm. I'm sure she's smart in her own way, but yeah. he's more academics and she's yeah. not right. Yes. So yeah. I feel like it would be nice for him mm-hmm. and especially because they can talk about work with each other Yeah, where they're so like they've, they can't with anybody mm-hmm. else. Not that they should be discussing their, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I get it. I liked that how, I liked how Beth was able to like calm him. Yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah. I like their relationship. Yes. Yes. Osla ends up getting a letter from Philip. Yay! Yay. He ain't dead. He ain't dead. <laughs> um, he asks her to meet her him in london mm-hmm. um so they meet and they don't even like make it out of the train station the um air raid sirens start going off and they have to like stay in place but mm-hmm. they're like obviously in love mm-hmm. and like embracing each other snuggling um, they're doing a snug and um philip she tells philip is vulnerable and she hasn't told anybody about this and mm-hmm. opens up and tells Philip about the Blitz um, and what she witnessed there. Mm-hmm. And Philip in turn opens up about his mom mm-hmm. um, because um, Osla made a comment about feeling like she was going mad, which I think was a, probably a valid maybe thing, but he thought took it as maybe more of a joke and he opened up. Well, it's a trigger for him. Yeah, obviously. it's a trigger. Yeah, um, about his mom and how she went "quote unquote" mad mm-hmm. and was taken away. And after that, his whole family broke up. Totally. Um, but something that I didn't actually write down here, but that kind of comes back later, is how he also told Osla that his mom ended up coming back home. Mm-hmm. That she just kind of got lives a quiet better. life. Yeah. yeah, not got better, but she was able to mm-hmm. get out of the asylum mm-hmm. that she was put in. And yeah sort of well that i was thinking about that too and then i was thinking did his mom get a lobotomy because she lives like a simple quiet life maybe because like usually after that you're like just a shell of yourself yeah because they're literally just going in and scrambling your brains Mm -hmm. so then they see each other often and that's Mm -hmm. cute um i guess winston churchill comes to their work yeah which is exciting. Yeah, for everybody there, for sure. Yeah. Um, Mab sees him. This The Churchill thing is kind of from Mab's perspective. 
Um, she goes into where the bomb machines are and her boss asks her coworker to explain to Winston Churchill how it works and she kind of like seizes up and can't yeah. talk and because she's starstruck so Mab steps in yeah. and does it for her. And so she shows him how the machines work and he ends up winking at her which yeah. is cute. Um, he tours the grounds and then he gives them this great big thank you speech and he calls them the people at Bletchley Park his golden geese with the golden egg. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was nice. Yeah. And Francis was recruited to be a driver for some of the party. Um, and so he's there and Mab is kind of shocked to see him. Mm-hmm. And he explains that he knew the way and it was yeah. just easier or whatever. And so she tries to talk with him and it's like classic, like kind classic of one-sided. Classic Francis. Yeah. Um, and he's not really reacting to her and she just can't like figure him out and... She thinks, like, it might be time to give up on him. Mm-hmm. Like, she's kind of like, oh, I don't know. This yeah. is weird. And she ends up doing, like, a, sings a little song mm-hmm. about how, like, a woman needs a hat, especially during wartime. Yeah. Like, she can put on a nice hat even if the rest of her outfit is yeah. grubby and still feel good about herself. And then mm-hmm. she sings this nice song to to Francis to entertain him. And he just, like, blurts out will you marry or marry me yeah <laughs> i had to read it a few times because i was like what is happening mm-hmm. um and mav says yes yeah and then he asked like he's like i guess you're gonna want a ring or like do you uh, want a ring and she's like yeah yeah <laughs> um please <laughs> and then he tells her that he's being sent to america for months next week like bye okay bye <laughs> oh do you want a ring yeah uh, yeah okay Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Um, (laughs) But uh, Mab makes kind of a stipulation that he has to meet her mom and Lucy before Mm -hmm. he leaves, and he agrees. Yes. Oh, I love how their relationship plays out through these chapters. I love them together. Me too. It's so cute. It's like modern-day text messaging. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Beth is consumed by work and she can't figure out these four-wheel spy enigmas. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Beth finally cracks it. Of course. Of course she does. She's a smart cookie. She's so smart. Um, And then um, she's been exhausted, obviously, like... Caitlin was saying early she kind of spirals into her work and um exhausted and heads home but first she's excited like yes. because Pearl oh, Harbor yes. happens and then we find out yes. that the Americans are the Americans so everyone's are. really happy yes. everybody is in so a, like Beth like goes yeah. and hugs her mom and she's like ah, isn't this great mm-hmm. everybody's excited yeah. and happy they're listening to the radio mm-hmm. and then she is overdue to let boots out and Beth's mom's just like, I told you if the dog made a mess in the house that the dog was out. Mm-hmm. So then they all realize that Boots is missing. Mm-hmm. So Beth out, Beth is out looking for her mm-hmm. or Boots in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, but sweet Osla and Mab are out there helping. I love how they just ran out yeah. to help without yeah. even asking. Yeah, exactly. Their friendship is so cute. Yes. I like it so much. It's so, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's so great. Um, 
they're searching for boots and mab ends up finding him under um, i don't know if it's him or her but anyway i think it might be a him she ends up finding boots under a, a shrub I just know. four doors down so he I didn't know. go too far no but he was scared he was shivering. yeah he was scared um and then beth and her mom have a huge fight <laughs> I love that when she brought the dog in, mm-hmm. she grabs her, her mom's, mom's sweater to and dry starts it off. Wa- <laughs> yes. I yes. love that. I loved it. Yeah. So Beth pretty much just is not having it with her mom, telling her like swatting away the Bible. Her mom's trying to like be like, thou shall not fucking <laughs> bleh, God shit. And then, and then Beth's like, fuck that. And like, slaps the bible away i'm not holding it out blah 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 and then matt uh, beth's father's like calm down and then beth turns on her dad and is like you don't stand up for anything Mm -hmm. you're sitting in the chair you could have taken the fucking dog Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. and um beth ends up slapping her mom (laughs) oh my gosh her mom says that the dog can stay one more night and then beth slaps her yeah (laughs) like it's too far yeah yeah i love it i love it so much um, Mab and Osla are standing up for her mm-hmm. and uh, in the end Beth is pretty much like it's me or the dog mm-hmm. and they all end up leaving mm-hmm. all to three of them together. Was it Mab or Osla that was like oh no I can I think a headache might be coming like yeah. mocking her. Mocking her. <laughs> yeah your poor mother. Yeah. Oh blah blah blah. And she Beth is like can't even go pa- any further than mm-hmm. she is and mm-hmm. I love how Osla and Mab packed up bags and Pack stuff bag for her. For her. Uh, they're such good friends they are yeah like, that's so sweet yeah so they all pack up their stuff and out they go and the mom as they're leaving her mother says the road you are walking leads to hell and beth turns around and <laughs> yeah. says to her mother at, at least, least you won't be, be there, there. <laughs> bye i was like, so much not, yes. yes so good <laughs> at least you won't be there mm-hmm. love it yes so then the girls are like in a frenzy um i guess they had time i can't remember but philip ends up picking yes. them up which yeah. is so cute mm-hmm. um and they end up going to osla's mom's suite and francis was back as well um that happened during all like previous mm-hmm. but he ends up meeting them there um and he's being shipped off shipped off again in a few days and philip kind of says to um francis and the girls like so when's the big day and he's like well i'm leaving soon and they just decide that they should get married tomorrow oh my gosh (laughs) and then like osla just jumps into action and like plans the whole thing in like an an hour (laughs) yeah you need you need an osla i need an osla (laughs) oh my gosh totally i just love how she like Mm -hmm. she knew exactly but they couldn't get a photographer no but yeah she just plans the wedding like mm-hmm. super cute quick and cute yeah she's like okay this is what we're gonna do yeah. you're gonna do this you're yeah. gonna do that i love that yeah um so then we're back to i guess quote unquote their present day mm-hmm. um november 10th 1947 10 days until 47. the royal wedding um 10 days to the royal wedding so Mab and Osla end up meeting for tea mm-hmm. and they exchange their unpleasantries. They trade unpleasantries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are savage. Seriously. Um, they, um, Osla's like, we're going to Clockwell and we're going to go talk to Beth. Mm-hmm. And Mab's like, no. 
but anyways <laughs> inside um so then we trade um we switch to beth's oh one second oh, sorry. I, I just i just thought that this was so interesting because mab is suggesting that maybe beth is just crazy and mm-hmm. then oslo is talking about how treason is still treason still and mm-hmm. she mentions that when she had a tooth worked on she didn't take any of the medication mm-hmm. for fear of saying something classified yeah and then mab reveals that she didn't take anything for her birth for the same reason yeah so it's like the girls are like they know that mm-hmm. there could be more to this because of what they've been through. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. maybe she isn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're both still, like, I felt like that was sort of just them, like, in between all of their unpleasantries, they were still able to relate mm-hmm. to on something. Right? Yeah. Um, we go inside, back inside the clock from Beth's um, perspective, and um, she's certain that the traitor wasn't working for the germans um because the war would have ended much sooner mm-hmm. if if it, if it was mm-hmm. um and then they're thinking and then she's thinking maybe it was perhaps russian mm-hmm. um intelligence mm-hmm. that they were trading secrets for mm-hmm. all right back to 1942 osla is in commander travis's office oh yeah this guy i guess yeah this guy I guess that she's been making some trouble to kind of like boost morale, boost morale. Yeah. Doing silly things. Um, But this time she's trying to make a point. Mm -hmm. And what she does is she demonstrates how easy it is to take papers out of the hut. Mm -hmm. Um, Essentially being like, there's no like security measures in effect to make sure nobody can do this. And she just took blank papers, but Mm -hmm. she was like, look. Mm -hmm. Um, And he pretty much is just reprimands her for doing that at all um and tells her to get back to work mm-hmm. and giles tells osla how harry is on a rant thinking that they should share their intel with the russians yeah i wrote that down because yeah. that's kind of like weird yeah because the russians are an ally now at, at this part of yes. the war so Harry thinks that they should be like giving secrets or giving information to them because they're an ally. So right, which in theory sounds good, but yeah, I Uncle mean, Joe is yeah, yeah hindsight is yeah. twenty twenty, right? Um, so yeah, there is maybe Harry a sim- Russian sympathizer. I wrote that down. It sounds like he is, yeah. but then would he have been the one? Who That's what I'm saying. Okay, so then Osla is struggling with um, with actually being able to like read and understand what's coming through with the messages because she's translating it from German. So she's finding out about mm-hmm. like the Holocaust and mm-hmm. all of that shit, and it's not stuff that anybody else would know because none of them speak German, mm-hmm. and that would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote down that Princess Elizabeth is Philip's cousin. Yes. <laughs> And Philip and Osla talk on the phone, and he tells Osla that he loves her. Um, and she's wondering if maybe one day they could get married, but she keeps hearing Mab in the back of her head saying that royalty doesn't marry commoners. Right. Which so is, she yeah. doesn't think that it would happen. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, like you said, like she's got that detachment thing where mm-hmm. she like wants to, but like wants to believe these things, mm-hmm. but like feels like she shouldn't yeah like she doesn't want to get her hopes up no which i understand yeah same 
Um, so the ladies move into their new digs and they have a nice landlady, um, who's like, Oh, somebody's staying in this other room. So you ladies have to bunk together, which Mm -hmm. they're all happy about Mm -hmm. anyways. Um, and the landlady agreed to take boots out because she actually likes dogs. If if Beth was working late. Um, so there's another new enigma called the GGG enigma and triple g triple g house yeah um and this one only took two weeks for beth to crack Mm -hmm. um but beth has been so like consumed by her work that she hasn't really realized anything outside of like the wheels and rods in front of her yeah which is i can she's just oblivious to everything yeah so she finds out that dilly is gone Mm -hmm. Because she's like, call up Dilly and let him know yeah, that I, I cracked the code. the code. And they're like, he's not here. He's dying. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what? Yeah. So he is not coming back to their hut. And she's realizing that, like, um, she's realizing this now, too, that she's so consumed by work that she can't even see what's going on around mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes and visits him. And he's happy to see her. And then she also realized that Peggy is also <laughs> gone and she hadn't noticed. Yeah. Which is she qualify or considers um, Peggy like one of her closest friends at work. Totally. And also like her equal. And her, like someone yes. Someone who's as good as yes. she is. And she's on stress leave. Mm-hmm. Due so. to a breakdown. Yes. Ooh. Yikes. So she's on bed rest and they don't know when she's coming back either. And Dilly has lymphatic cancer yeah which is sad yeah i don't like that Mm-mm. um mab and francis mm. are going on a little lake trip oh my goodness uh, <laughs> finally it's like their little honeymoon yes. it's like you and justin yeah but didn't get that spicy oh <laughs> we left the hotel <laughs> <laughs> okay so mab and francis are going on a little lake trip kind of like a delayed honeymoon um he has put his foot down about bringing her into his house until they, they can stay there which mm-hmm. is weird yeah um but whatever mm-hmm. like it's kind of the first thing that he's been firm about yeah so mab's like fine mm-hmm. um and it turns out that francis has been sending mab like really lengthy letters since mm-hmm. they hey, they've been apart so mm-hmm. he is a writer we knew that from the mm-hmm. beginning so this sort of makes sense right mm-hmm. um they go away on their little 36 hour getaway and it does get spicy oh my goodness gracious super spicy um and francis tells mab that he can trust her and after they do it mab cries and she's not sure why um but like she also is sure why Mm -hmm. francis goes for morning walks Mm -hmm. and so he left her a note he suspects that someone hurt mab yes um and so she writes him back a little letter and then it seems like during their stay there that's how they kind of communicate Mm -hmm. and while he's in the bathroom at one point she slips a note under just that just says lunch yeah and she makes him laugh and it was the first time that she'd heard him laugh yeah so that was really cute i really love how they are learning about each other this way yeah like i was welling up at this point like it was really sweet and touching i know and like how mabs had been so frustrated and like not second guessing but like being like married life will be different and like i'll know him then and stuff like that and she was kind of feeling like maybe she wasn't i just love how 
this is how they're able to communicate freely and openly and open up. Especially after we learn a little bit about Francis saying that he can't sleep more than Mm -hmm. four hours at a time since being in the trenches. It honestly sounds like he has like severe PTSD. Yes. And that's kind of why he doesn't talk and why Mm -hmm. he doesn't laugh and Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, And she ends up writing Francis a letter telling him her story. Yeah. And then at the end of that, she says she can't tell him her last secret. And, like, we all know what that is now. Yeah. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Back at BP. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston Pizza. Boston Pizza. In the house. Yeah. They're getting a nooner lunch combo. <laughs> pizza and a salad. Sorry. Pierogi pizza, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um... <laughs> Osla's fishbowl vodka drinks (laughs) they're back at bp Osla's like godfather shows up which she's like oh fuck and he's an admirable admirable admiral 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 admirable he's admirable he's not he's He's a cardinal official (laughs) Cardinal official. (laughs) anyways he's part of the army she's upset they're like fuck we're gonna get in trouble with this new travis guy and sally's there too which i didn't know yeah sally and they she told them to hire sally because she knows how to translate german okay right 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 right. um so they're all like fuck and there's a big commotion now that somebody like is visiting and looking in their huts or Mm -hmm. whatever so everybody like goes outside and osla heads back in and she notices she's not alone she sees something out of the corner of her eye Mm -hmm. in the hut Mm -hmm. and she can hear like somebody's ahead of her Mm -hmm. as she's like trying to track them down through Mm -hmm. the hut um and she can see like some boxes are askew Mm -hmm. and like rummaged through Mm -hmm. um and she's worried that files are missing so Mm -hmm. like she's heeding her own warning almost Mm -hmm. like I would be like, so fucking told you. I know, I know. But then she's probably thinking Mm -hmm. like, they're going to think it's her. Yeah. Right? Like she's making stuff up. Yeah. 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 Um, The other thing that I thought was interesting was that she recognizes their scent. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Mm -hmm. just now makes me think that I wonder if it's someone from the book club. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's someone who like smokes and would have a prominent scent. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's Giles. Giles? Is it you? He smokes this particular brand that they mentioned. True. And they're expensive. True. True. Just a theory. Can't, Just a theory. Can't trust him. Just a theory. We're at the tea party meeting. Should, their book club. Should we read Gone with the Wind next? No. <laughs> we should not. Have you ever read it or watched the movie? No, neither. No, me, me too. <laughs> it sounds like 800 pages of like pure hell. I don't want that. No. Not even a little bit. <laughs> No, I, no thank you um so harry and giles almost get into like a legitimate fist fight mm-hmm. cool um beth is noticing that harry well giles was pretty like racist towards harry mm-hmm. which is not cool no not cool even then no. so he he's like bye um so beth n- notices that harry seems pretty troubled so she goes over to comfort him again and he, she finds out that he's upset because they haven't been able to crack their code. Well, how many days was it? I it, wrote two months. It was 64 four days or 62 days. or something like yeah. that. They hadn't been able to crack the code for uh, two, a couple months. And it's really troubling him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he kisses Beth. And she calls oh, him out enough. on it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, good for her. Because mm-hmm. he's a married man. And says that 
like you shouldn't be doing that or whatever Mm -hmm. and then he tells beth that they aren't married in the way she thinks they are yeah which was confusing Mm -hmm. and then he tells beth that he's hers if she wants him and like leaves yeah (laughs) talk about confusing harry what are you up to seems sketchy so she goes to visit him oh yes and she he's not there and he doesn't Mm -hmm. end up being able to meet her but she goes to his room yeah and she's looking through his things yeah and she notices that on one of her letters he he wrote in pencil the girl in the hat and so she asks him about that um and he explains to her about how him and his two friends that there was also the photo mm-hmm. went to war together and the one dies and then the one him and his other friend are supposed to be going to paris together on their like leave yeah. their 36 hour or however many hour leave yeah um and then six hours before they're supposed to go his friend is killed yeah so he ends up going on his own and he's obviously like probably just like racked with grief yeah and he ends up finding like watching a girl who goes into a store who very clearly doesn't look like she comes from money but she's like trying on all of these hats and she ends up finding this specific hat that he also describes to mab Mm -hmm. um and she buys it and he just thinks about how like beautiful that moment was and that kind of just becomes the moment that he carries with him to get him through the war yeah and it it didn't seem like it was anything like sexual or like desire driven Mm -hmm. With the girl, it was just like a moment of like happiness, light. yeah, bright, a bright this spot, yeah, shitty, shitty time, yeah, just something for him to cling on to, mm-hmm. which I, I understand, yeah. So he was saying that she was the girl in the hat, especially like it, he blurted it out because she She's was talking about hats, hats. about hats, yeah, yeah. Um, Harry's wife stops Beth and is like, "Are you Beth from Bletchley Park?" <laughs> blah blah blah, and she's like, "No, don't know yeah. who you're talking about. I can't talk about work." Um, and then she, they end up recognizing each other, um, and says like, come with me to the bar and let's have a drink. Mm-hmm. And Beth's kind of nervous. Yeah. Like, Beth, oh God, what Beth she know? is nervous. She's like very tight lipped, mm-hmm. close, mm-hmm. like everything's, and Sheila, Harry's wife mm-hmm. can tell this. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't worry. I'm not going to like bite your head off essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she. She knows, so Harry was getting drunk one night Mm -hmm. and said that he kissed Beth Mm -hmm. and that um, he's going to think, or she's going to think that I'm rotten or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. because I'm married. So that's why Sheila tracks down Beth to explain their complicated situation. Um, And she knows that Harry likes her. Yeah. And... That Sheila is fine with them having a relationship because they pretty much have an open relationship. They're not really together in a romantic sense. They're together for their sick child. Right. Well, also, I think just for their child in general. Yeah. Like, she became pregnant and so Harry married her. Like, doing the right thing. Yeah, stepped up and did the right thing. I mean, doing the right thing then. Then, for that time, yes. Sheila explains their situation, how they are happy and it works for them they're more like best friends mm-hmm. um sheila is actually in fact um with another man mm-hmm. um beth that she's fine if she wants to um, be with harry then that's fine but mm-hmm. she has to realize that she's not he's not gonna ever leave yeah their child and yeah. her yeah 
Um, and then on the way out, Beth runs into her mom. I roll. And she's wearing red mm-hmm. and she's leaving a pub. Yeah. And so Beth's mom's like, do you know what people are saying about oh you? Blah, blah, blah at church. And then Beth is like, you know what? They're not saying like acting any different toward me. They still say hello mm-hmm. and talk to me. Fine. Like, fuck you, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. And stop being a bully. Yeah. And her mom tells her that if she wants to come home, she can even keep the dog. That's yeah. like, nope, bye. Bye. <laughs> She's yeah. finally realizing like how toxic and mm-hmm. how limiting her mother was mm-hmm. to her life, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm so happy yeah. for that. Um, back to work. Travis accuses Osla of taking missing papers from Hut 3. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Um, they also, this is sad. And this is kind of, I think, where we're learning the mm-hmm. demise of the relationship. Yeah. But... They also accuse Osla of being involved with Philip, um, who is related to the Nazis because of yeah. his sisters marrying them yeah. or whatever. Um, so then they demand that she turns over all of her correspondence to Philip, and they also say that it would be better if she broke things off. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously she's upset about this, but she's going to comply um, just because Philip has more to lose than she does. Yeah. And she's thinking that she'll do a little digging because she can't help but wonder if someone is stealing the files. Yes. Uh, she's da, a da, sleuther. Da. Mm-hmm, Sleuthy mm-hmm, sleuth. Mm-hmm. So back to 10 days before the wedding. Um, Beth is being mistreated inside the clock. Um, they're just like drugging her. Mm-hmm. Um, she every time she gets kind of drugged she goes into these like thinking spirals of who could it be mm-hmm. um she's now thinking about peggy mm-hmm. maybe being the one who's selling the information um and she's just like hoping and grasping at anything that osla and mab like show up and mm-hmm. help her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's like essentially all she's got yeah yeah um so back to osla and mab at the co- at the tea shop um Osla is kind of remembering about the missing files in Hut 3 and her experience there. She's thinking that maybe there really could be a traitor and that Beth could actually be sane. Um, And she ends up telling Mab that she only needs Mab there so that she has two sets of eyes on Beth because they both knew her best Mm -hmm. um, to determine whether or not she is actually losing her mind or whether there's some, like, weight to this. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just insult each other the entire time. Yeah, yeah. But I think that Mab agrees to go. Mab wants to, like, is trying to go get out of things, though. She's like, oh, we should go to higher ups, yeah, like, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, Osla is, like, pretty much refuting everything yeah. she says with, like, right circumstantial, yeah. like, evidence or yeah. whatever. Um, so they're back to work, 1942, June. And the bomb hut mm-hmm. is absolutely... Um, stifling so so the ladies end up working in their underwear love it (laughs) led by mab yeah mab's like she's just euphoric because i think francis is like coming back so she or they're she's going to go visit him one of the two so she's just like whatever screw it let's just work in our underwear they're ending their shift and then another wren comes in and is like did you hear about um a wren stationed wherever Mm -hmm. um she ended up being pregnant by an american soldier Mm -hmm. and had the baby and tried to like hide it Mm -hmm. well she had a stillbirth yes and tried to like hide it in a drawer or something which was awful yeah and 
any essentially the end of the the takeaway from that is that women's rights are awful mm-hmm. and like it's stuff that still happens today i think but totally. like maybe not to this extreme extent but the wren is obviously fired and yeah. the soldier is nothing wrong like he yeah. gets to continue doing totally. what he wants to do totally. um and she's the one that's reprimanded uh, i think i think a huge part of that story though too was how it would affect mav so she would tell francis mm-hmm. for the rest to come out yeah um so she's obviously quite upset by the news and um how all the pain and trauma and ends up on a woman Mm -hmm. and philip can i'm not philip fuck francis (laughs) can obviously like see this and can see that she's like quite invisibly upset and Mm -hmm. she ends up opening up to him and he's pretty much was able to like he like called her out yeah. on what had happened to her. Yes, exactly. Like he correlated the two together. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he had a long time ago when they f- he first met yeah. Lucy. Yeah, um, that Lucy is Mab's baby, mm-hmm. and he had known the whole time mm-hmm. because, of course, he did. He's so like intuitive mm-hmm. and perceptive, mm-hmm. and he actually like is interested in mm-hmm. Mab. So he's watching and listening and learning. Yeah, and like he didn't even make it a big deal almost when he said it no just like everything kind of else the the big quote-unquote milestones like the marry me part Mm -hmm, was like mm -hmm, marry me mm -hmm. kind of thing and it's just like oh i thought that like we already both knew this like it's not like a big deal or anything and i love it he's so sweet and she was Mm -hmm. so scared how he would yeah take it but in the end he's just like so welcoming and understanding Mm -hmm. and um when he gets back from his next like station he is going to bring lucy home to mm-hmm. show him where his her ponies are gonna be know, and so where her room is you can be. tell that they really care about each other mm-hmm. even so much so that mab had gone and found the hat that he described on yes, the girl in the hat yes it was like and yeah. she was wearing it when she saw him mm-hmm. it's like they both listen and care yes, about one another. Yeah. And I think that Osla even makes the observation later about how they're like falling in love. Yeah. Like they're married mm-hmm. and they're actually falling, falling in, in love. love. And yeah. it's so sweet. Yeah. I love it so mm-hmm. much. Um, so then we go over to Beth, who is stealing from Giles <laughs> from his wallet, mm-hmm. but she leaves him money. So not super stealing, yeah. but she takes some condoms. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Beth runs into Harry and he says he's going to Cambridge and she's like, I've never been to Cambridge. And he's like, do you want to come? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes with him. Um, They end up having like a talk and he tells her he'll never leave his wife and son and also kind of asks her like, wouldn't you rather get married? And she sort of reflects on it and she says no, because she just, just left her life where she was cooped up with her mother. Like she's not interested in that. She enjoys her work. She enjoys going home to her dog and her friends like she doesn't need Mm -hmm. a husband and a marriage Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just that super triggering for her having just left her like just gained her independence right yeah um and so they go into a music shop that harry has a key for because he used to work there and they start listening to music and then they start smooching and then they start using them french letters (laughs) we we everybody's doing it oh i know <laughs> except for osla except for osla <laughs> poor girl osla is searching for missing files from her hut mm-hmm. and she's recruited in like the 
head of her hut mm-hmm. and like some of the girls they like s- sneak not sneak out but like the last hour of their shift they're looking for missing files mm-hmm. they don't end up finding anything in the end mm-hmm. um but then her hut is moved to a block which sounds like it's just a bunch of people in this like room with no personality mm-hmm. and so she's actually kind of missing her hut no mm-hmm. one really talks the morale seems low mm-hmm. um and she's getting a letter now from philip wondering about her i know it's so sad yeah and also that chapter started off with her writing her good samaritan oh, because yes. she can't write mm-hmm. philip anymore yes yeah and she even tells him that yeah i can't write my boyfriend yeah, yeah. so it's sad mm-hmm. and it's so sad that and that she has to keep him at like arm's length yeah and because she knows that he has more to lose, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, oh, he'll get over it. Um, because, yeah, the re- she doesn't want the repercussions to come down on him. Yeah, and I think she's just thinking once the war is done, mm-hmm. it will be fine. Like, yeah, everything's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're all, um, like, suntanning on their roof. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, Beth brings the letter for... Um, Osla from Philip and then a letter from Francis to Mab Mm -hmm. and that Francis is coming home in a month for Mm -hmm. three days Mm -hmm. they're all like asking Beth like why are you going to Cambridge and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and Beth's like oh there's a pilot there and like kind of avoiding them oh he's come back around again so everybody's pretty much happy um Mab's excited and saying like somebody has to come with me to um coventry and watch lucy for me and blah 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 They're like why so you can bang your husband's brains out yeah essentially <laughs> and then uh, they end up flashing the pilot yeah <laughs> they're just like in a good mood yeah they're just whatever. all happy yeah. like mab takes her shirt off and then yeah. so does osla and then <laughs> Beth's buttoned up and leaves. <laughs> that sounds like you. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Beth and Harry, we kind of find out that they rendezvous on their lunches mm-hmm. together. Um, it kind of seems like almost, I want to say like animalistic. Like yeah. they're just using it as a release for both of them. Yeah. They obviously care about each other, mm-hmm. but they have a circumstance arranged. And yeah. It's working for them. Mm-hmm. And they're both so consumed in their work that mm-hmm. it's just like a good distraction for five minutes. Yeah. Um, they're also, everyone keeps talking about when we win the war and that Mm -hmm. expression just like severely worries Beth because everything that she has in her life that's positive currently is wrapped up in the war. Mm -hmm. So once the war is over, she won't have her work and she won't have her billet with her girls and she won't have Harry around. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like that's giving her some anxiety, Mm -hmm. just like, what am I going to do after the war? Yeah. And that would be better, bittersweet because you are fighting Mm -hmm. to try to help end the war but Mm -hmm. she's just now found herself and the war has been pivotal in that so Mm -hmm. i understand i feel sad for her yeah all of the stations like you were saying earlier have expanded and are in Mm -hmm. different parts and now there are men and women working with beth um trying to crack the codes she's still the best one classic classic beth um she's cracking a code and she realizes that the code is for an air raid in coventry um and that is where mab and osla are going mm-hmm. and it gives a day mm-hmm. that the air raid's going to happen and the chapter ends mm-hmm. with beth asking giles what day it is today yeah, yeah. <sighs> 
they can't die obviously they're alive yes but what's gonna happen what's gonna happen do you think maybe beth's gonna get in trouble for telling them that there's an air raid maybe yeah i don't maybe. know i don't know so philip and elizabeth do get married that sucks i'm gunning for osla to get with that officer mm-hmm. i want to find out who he is and where he is and yeah. what's going on and with what's him going on there um i love how we found out about lucy and how francis yes. is like totally fine yeah with it. i yeah. love their relationship i do too because it was the other thing was like um i guess you can like when they first had sex for the first time she's like i guess you can tell that like i'm not i've done this before uh, yeah i've done this yeah. before or whatever and he's like i don't care yeah like he just doesn't he just loves her yeah, so she had deeply so many like preconceived notions of what a man, man wanted, wanted like yeah. in a proper woman yeah. right yeah but he's kind of breaking all of that yeah boundary down for her mm-hmm. which i love i love their relationship it's yeah. so sweet yeah anyway i love their little letters i know yeah i'm not sure what's gonna happen there but i'm they all yeah hopefully everything is okay but guess we'll have to find <gasps> out yeah oh my goodness so exciting or is that yeah maybe that is the best demise in the end because she would have to tell them Mm -hmm. and she's not supposed to exchange information yeah but like why would that put her in an asylum yeah i don't know unless people like it's something that somebody ends up using against her in the end maybe because or is that how beth betrayed them maybe does that oh maybe she knew and she doesn't tell them and she then sent... they find out that she knew yeah maybe. i don't know about that. i don't know and, but peggy coming back in is weird like mm-hmm. do you think maybe she's jealous that beth is like so good at the job maybe yeah and harry being a synthesizer synthesizer i don't know yeah i don't know we'll find out let us know what you guys yeah. think yeah in the facebook group mm-hmm. next week we're reading chapters 44 to 67 okay i'll read those okay i guess i will too and we should decide on what book we're gonna yes. read for december yeah in december mm-hmm. actually it's more like jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way i don't know so yeah maybe okay. we'll do a little poll okay. and we will she okay au revoir um wait Okay. Yes. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. 
New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.